We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, honestly, I don't care about you right now. We are Very now joined. I'm, I'm so excited for this one because he's been all over Angels Nation. I mean, trip from UK to United States. It's just so many like, you know, unrested hours is from what I, from what you said. But guys, we're joined by Nick Wright of LA Angels UK, man. You you are the man right now, honestly. You you are the man. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, come to, come back down to earth a little bit. Back in England for a few days now, and I've got to be honest. Today the rain has been falling. It's been grey, and it's like, why am I back home? Why am I not in Southern California? But no, I'm doing good, and really glad to talk to you again, Jared and Nate. I'm excited that you were able to take time. I know we got this a uh, little bit of weird time difference, but I'm excited you were able to take time and talk with us before this before the game starts. So. Um, you know, first off, before we get down to Nate, Nate, I'll get down to you. And we're going to have to fly you out a little bit more if the Angels play like that when you're in town, dude. I mean, geez, right? Like, just walk, well, kind of before, like I said, before I get to Nate, walk us through, walk us through everything, man. Like, I know there, everybody kind of knows it if you're following him on Twitter, but like, what, what was it all about, man? It's just surreal, wasn't it? I mean, the last trip I got over there was 2019 and it was just, it's pretty depressing, to be honest. Show was out, Trout was out, like Upton was out at the time. There was nothing going on. We were out of the playoffs. So, you know what? I just wanted to get back there when there was a, a winning Angels team or somewhere where I got to see the stars. And so I booked this trip as soon as I could. Obviously, the pandemic stopped it for a couple of years. So 2021, I saw, I was like, you know what? Great homestand here. A winnable series against the Nats and then a good team against the Rays. I was like, that's six games there. I can fit in quite nicely and hopefully we'll get to see a bit of everything. I don't think I counted on seeing quite as much as I did see. I don't think I quite counted on seeing history, like multiple forms of history. I mean, like we said, like Detmer's no hit is obviously the big one, but Trout breaking the Angel Stadium home run record, like Shohei hitting that slam, like even like, Rendon hitting lefty home run and just even the first day it was just a shutout victory a nice like 
three zero to get the trip started and it was just incredible and everything just blew up for me after the Saturday we lost so it's quite funny for me because we actually lost the game on Saturday but no one seems to remember that because I was on the broadcast then and then my phone blew up I don't think I watched like the last four innings of that game because I was just trying to respond just swiping in there and responding to people but yeah mad trip insane that's awesome that's awesome that's awesome and before we get going any further Nate I didn't forget about you how you doing down there feel free to chime in whenever you want man feel free to chime in yeah this is gonna be a fun one uh for him to get an opportunity to come over especially with the team playing well it's it's awesome so yeah this could be a fun one today absolutely and congratulations up in Lewiston man we'll see how this goes see how you go we'll see how it goes but uh yeah We'll, we'll see. Good luck up there. Uh, we got a tough Thank trip. You. We got a tough trip out in uh, Georgia too. too. So we'll, we'll see how we'll see how hope does. And hopefully, I'm hoping we get multiple teams in the World Series out of the GSAC and get the uh, get the respect that's much deserved out uh, yeah. for, for our conference because it's a good conference. But uh, uh, NAIA baseball, um, like minor, minor minor league baseball, to major league baseball in a sense in college. So, um, yeah. but yeah, we we love we love it. So. Um, guys, before we get going any further, just want to remind y'all, uh, don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening or watching. Um, you can follow us on all our social medias. Don't forget blue wire, blue wire, blue wire, blue wire. If you're looking for a podcast, blue wire is the place to go. Um, still waiting for those shirts, blue wire. If you, if you could, that'd be awesome. And of course we have another podcaster on Nick, tell us all about the podcast where they can follow you, where they can, and Twitter too. Cause you blew up on Twitter, like a thousand followers. Yep. Over, yeah. over over like a week and or something crazy like that. I, I, I started watching right when you, uh, right when you got uh, interviewed by Erica and we'll get to that too. That was, that was awesome. Right when you got interviewed by Erica, it was just like 10, 20, 100, 500. I was like, Oh, this is, that's pretty sick. Cause I kept checking. I was like, I wonder how much he's going to jump up by. Cause he's going to jump up by a lot, but tell everybody where they can follow your first off your Twitter and second off the, the podcast you guys do. Yeah, no, I think it was about 1,500 uh, oh. so far from that moment to then. So that's at LA Angels UK, all one word. Uh, you can find me there and on Instagram. And the podcast, we are halfway around the halo. Again, you're on all your, all your favorite podcast platforms. You can go and listen to myself and uh, my co-host, Dave, on there, just giving a bit of a British perspective to Angels Baseball from our viewing through the night, or maybe my viewing through the night. Dave's a very sensible man, and he gets some sleep, so... Yes, and guys, I'm gonna be honest. They do play. They do play baseball uh, in the UK. It's it's really cool to see like the setup that that happens. I know Dave is, uh, Dave has tuned me into a couple of games uh, that he's caught. I believe because I think he's a catcher. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's uh, it's a little bit different, but it's still awesome to see baseball being played halfway around the world. You you don't expect it, but um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I'm just excited that you were able to jump on with us and and talk a little bit of angels baseball so first off i mean let's just let's just jump into it how how did this whole thing get started to be honest like i mean take like a lot of steps back here like with la angels uk how how did it start the account started actually in 2017 so just before baseball so obviously baseball came to london in 2019 for the london series but in the build-up to that obviously mlb was trying to plant some seeds in london see where it was going to go there was an event hosted by a broadcaster in the uk called colin murray and he did this facebook live event where he brought a fan from every single team in the mlb in the uk onto this facebook live it was just a bit of it was like an hour's worth of stuff we just had a few beers it was basically just interacting and just seeing what we could do with it a couple of weeks after that, we had a home run derby in the um, Hyde Park in London. 
which was like with Carlos Pena and a, a couple of cricket stars in the UK. And that was kind of like where it started. And at that moment, at that event, there was about maybe five or six of the fans there that had already started these team accounts. And, had, uh, you know, the, the growth was slow, but they'd already started these. And I'm like, the Angels haven't got one yet. Why don't, why don't you start one? So I was like, okay, fine. If there's a gap in the market there and that's what people want me to do, I'll do it. And from there, it kind of just grew a bit. And it was slow to start with because as with anything, you, you need to find your way, find your place, find the point of the account, I guess. And for me, it was, it, it's twofold. It's one to try and connect and grow Angels baseball in the UK. That's always been my main challenge. I've always just wanted to try and find as many Angels fans as I can in the UK and also encourage Angels fans or, or baseball fans generally or just sports fans to come over and watch a few games and like if they're seeing what I'm doing and they're inspired I'm hoping this week has been that that perfect thing that can inspire people in the UK to get involved then I want them to do it um so that was the main purpose and b and what I've found actually is it's just been an incredible place for me to interact with Angels fans across the world and connect with I feel so much more connected to this team because of the account and because of the interactions I can have with like people everywhere angels fans in california but angels fans like all over the us all over the world and it is twofold but honestly the, the growth from 2017 to now and the opportunity to like see that development and see angels baseball become more of a thing here and baseball becoming more of a thing here and mlb recognizing that london is a place where there is immense potential for growth and also i think like honestly the angels themselves now are starting to recognize it they treated me so well on this trip and I can't thank them enough for that. But they've clearly recognised that there is potential for them and I think they're just quite thankful for what I'm doing because ultimately I'm giving them free promo work every day for a hobby because I love it. But I'm spreading spreading love of the angels and the game for them in the UK. So, yeah, it, it's, been, it's been a journey to get to this point. But I think we'll just see it keep growing and growing. And I'm not alone in that. I mean, every team has an account and some are more active than others and some are more represented than others, but you know what? It, it's great to see. Oh, absolutely. And and I've said it from the beginning too, that you just don't know where the next Mike Trout's going to be. Like show Otani's from Japan. Like you just don't know where the next Mike Trout's going to be or you know what that, who that kid's going to be or anything like that. And um, don't mean to brag here, but I think I've been following you almost since the beginning. I, I really yeah. do. It's been, it's, it, I, I'm, I, it's in, Honestly, it's like kind of an honor for me that to be following you this long because it's it's pretty sweet to see how it's really transformed and and you know picked up. Like I'm gonna be honest, like I can remember you when you were at like 500 followers and, and such like that, and now like it's just grown so much. It's so cool to see that. And then like I know there's a LA Angels France um, Twitter account, mm-hmm. LA Angels Brazil. Like it's just cool to see it. Like I'm surprised there's not an LA Angels Japan yet with Joey Otani, but you see the inter- yeah. you see you see the interaction that we get with the um, Japanese fans. It's, it's unbelievable. And I've talked to fans in New Zealand, like, again, just like backtrack. You just don't know where the next, next Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, you know, like Anthony Rendon is going to be Noah Syndergaard. Like it's just awesome. And it helps. It also helps when the angels are winning. I'll say that too. <laughs> that, 100%. That's huge. <laughs> that's definitely huge. So uh, let's get on to the trip here. Uh, again, you were out in Anaheim for a week. It was awesome to see that. You saw, let's talk about the no-hitter first. How unbelievable was that? I, I've seen two. Nate, I think you've seen one maybe? Yep. You've seen one. one. Now you've seen one. Like, how unbelievable is it? Uh, it's just, it's hard to put into words, isn't it? That feeling. Uh, going from like the seventh to the eighth to the ninth. I think when you get, once you get past the sixth, I think you start building, don't you? And then every inning just gets a bit more tense, a bit more, the crowd gets a bit, a bit more nervous. And 
honestly, Angels. It wasn't. It wasn't full by any stretch. It wasn't the biggest crowd of the of the series. But like the people in there, they were locked in it, and that's what I loved. I mean, sometimes you can go to a ball game, can't you? And a lot of people aren't particularly paying attention. And you know, particularly if it's a if it's a blowout, whatever. It's a family day, which is fine. I mean, everyone goes to the ballpark for different reasons. But on this one, I don't think there was a single person in the stadium that wasn't focused, fully focused on the action and what was happening out there. And I think my favourite moment of it all was that reaction to the error. When the error came up on the big screen with Jared fumbling it a couple of times. And I, I think that was the loudest cheer I've heard the whole time I was at Angel Stadium was when that error was announced. Um, uh, keep the going. I mean, what, was it an error, though? I mean, I don't even think we asked Nate. Was it an error, Nick, do you think? Uh, it's borderline, wasn't it? it? Like, it was borderline. You could, if that had been given as a hit, I don't think we'd have had too many complaints. I think Walsh did an amazing job at selling it. That second kick, when he kicked it for a second time and, like, made sure, look, this is my mistake. I think he, he did uh, read a solid there. Absolutely. Nate, was it an error? I think you've seen it now. I think at the time you did. Yeah. I, no, yeah, I, I did end up seeing it. And I... <laughs> I think it's one where, like, because of the moment, you got to give it an air. But you know, maybe, maybe if he would have given up a hit later, you give it you get a second hit up on the yeah, board, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. One of those type of things. Baseball's weird where that happens. A what lot. no hitter were you at, Nate? Was it Weaver or was it uh, the Weaver? The Weaver one. Okay, I was at Weaver and Skaggs, and those are yep. those were unbelievable. But I mean, you totally mentioned it, Nick. Like, you get to the you get to like the fifth inning, and it's like, oh, I mean, there's something happening here. Like, it just kind of goes in the back of your mind, and it's like, oh, I don't want to, I want to watch. You get to the sixth, and it's like all right, he's got through six, we're in the seventh, and then, like, it just flies by. Like, nine outs are like that, it feels like. Yeah. And every single – both the other no-hitters I was at, it was like that. It was just like bing, 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 bing. And it was like, oh, whoa, the no-hitter. And um, luckily enough, like, I don't think I've ever been in a game where the Angels were throwing a no-hitter, like, into the seventh or eighth, <laughs> and they lost it. Um, I think that every single time, like, that's happened. Like, the last time that's happened was Sandoval, where he had, he yeah. threw it into the eight, threw it into the ninth, I think, and he lost yeah, it. Yeah, ninth. It was one out. One out remaining, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think he had – Two outs in the inning and yeah. give us a double, and then yeah. they went to yeah. Iglesias, I think, to finish it. Yeah, but still, still absolutely I was, unbelievable. I was actually I was, I was sitting next to a Dodgers fan as well, and probably the best behaved Dodgers fan I've ever come across. But he was. But this this shows the power of baseball thing and the power of like a no hitter because he was as gripped as the rest of us and willing it on. Uh, I think I like that about baseball. I don't think there's many other sports you'd get opposing fans wanting to see a bit of history in the same way. And he clearly did. So, yeah, that's crazy when you think about that too. When like uh, when they're on the road, like the the pitcher's showing a, a no hitter on the road, and the, the fans are like, "Yes, please throw the no hitter. I want my team to get no hit at this point." Like, yeah. what? <laughs> that doesn't happen in any other sport where everyone's like, "Oh, please, please do something cool against us." <laughs> were you uh, were you one of those guys that's like, "Okay, I can't move." Are you superstitious, Nick? Because I was, I, I was always, I can't move. Like, I'm not moving out of my seat right now. Like, it's gonna be me who ruins the no hitter. I, I actually did. I was, uh, I'm not particularly superstitious, but for that one, I didn't want to be the jinx. So I did, uh, I was meant to be, I was meant to be seeing Adam Rank, actually. I was meant to be popping over to him because he was sitting quite close to me. But after the fear, I was like, I can't move. I was like, I'm just, I've got to stay in my seat here. And I did. And it happened. So I'll take a bit of credit for Reed's uh, no hitter there because I did my go. job. There you go. You're going in the Hall of Fame too. That's, yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So let's get on to like probably the biggest probably the biggest moment i know you saw the reed debbers but getting interviewed on valley sports what was that like man mm-hmm. i was that was surreal um it just <laughs> kind of where it all started right yeah so i was watching i was watching batting practice um during the day so i think 
the middle infield was up just batting practice and it was just about finishing and I saw Erica walking behind me and I just obviously I, I wanted to go over there and just say hi to her and just I think she's been a superb addition to the team oh, yeah. um, really like what she's doing so I just wanted to go over there and tell her like it's really great watching you in the middle of the night whatever and she just said oh check your dms I'm pretty sure I've just sent you one realizing who I was at that point which is which again is quite cool um so I checked my dms and she's like oh yeah the, the baddie sports team want you to come on at top of the fifth so do you mind coming and having a chat with us I was like fine whatever and then it just kind of I didn't really think much of it and then it came to bottom of the fourth and Erica comes down to my seat to find me and then we just and then it's just like a whirlwind isn't it it's just like it's quick it's just take me back find a couple of seats and then just go straight into the broadcast but obviously for me it's it doesn't really feel too strange because whilst there's the camera pointing at me I'm just having a chat with her whilst it's being broadcast live all over Southern California <laughs> that's awesome and then you look at the phone and it's like well 20 plus notifications to, I mean just constant yep. constant constant yeah constant, constant that's awesome yeah. that's so cool man do you okay, do you remember it at all or is not really I've, I've watched i've watched it back about a hundred times so. okay there you go i just want to make sure you didn't black out or anything like that and you, I, I, you have it that. recorded somewhere like that's that's yeah. cool. i i could probably uh, recite it to you now so <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's that's I really really cool man so uh not not too much longer here before i let let you go and let everybody go here but uh let's talk some angels baseball man this team is absolutely red hot right now probably the best that we've seen them play uh in 10 years probably maybe yeah. you know for this span probably about 10 years and it's 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 a lot of fun so i mean obviously we know what the key is but you know what's the key moving forward to you like what do, what do the angels need to keep doing well honestly like it it's hard to say because it, 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 sh it shouldn't be out of our control but it is health ultimately for me the only thing that's holding back this team this year is going to be health if you have like if trout and atani Rendon, whoever, Walsh, if, if these guys, and we've got to shout out Taylor Ward as well now, if these guys can stay healthy and the pitching rotations, that, that's obviously the risk still. You've still got a lot of guys in there that don't throw many innings and haven't thrown many innings. And I think they're going to need bolstering at some point. But if they can stay healthy, this is an excellent, excellent team. It's a top 10 hitting team. It's a top 10 pitching team. That's a playoff team automatically. So if they're healthy, I think they just need to, they'll be there. But I just think they need to keep the energy and the fun up as well, because that's what this team, I think, to be honest, all great Angels teams have that element of excitement and fun and team spirit. And this team absolutely has it right now. And I think whatever Perry's done in the offseason, the guys he's brought in have just fitted in perfectly to what we want to do and just added to it. Guys like Tyler Wade, who, like, he's a fringe starter, you know, he's in and out of the lineup, but he seems to just fit in perfectly with the guys we have. And that's what we need to do. You just need to keep that momentum and energy going. He's been the statless MVP. Well, I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but like he's literally yeah. been the MVP of the Angels. That's like the unsung hero type of guy. Like he just he's been he's been that dude lately. And Nate, I, I feel like we have to remind oh, everybody. We need to remind everybody here, Nate. Um, what was your prediction at the uh, beginning? Eighty and eighty-two. Eighty and eighty-two. Yeah. Ninety-five wins. Yeah. I just just yeah. want to throw that out there. I'm going to continue to remind. It's you. a long. It's a long, long season. It is. You know? Oh no! So they they they've got to stay healthy, just like Nick said. And uh, Nick, you bring up the team chemistry. I think that's something that Jared and I bring up all the time. I don't know mm -hmm. if you had a chance to stay and watch the interview with Reed Detmers afterward, but yeah, I did, uh, yeah. for those of us who were able to to see it on TV, you just saw everyone at the top of the dugout, everyone on the railing. Like this is awesome. Like I know usually when cool things happen, guys are sticking around, but like this team seems to be different. It seems to be like 
they are having a lot of fun and the team chemistry is up. So I think that's something that needs to be taken taken uh, seriously when looking into the trade deadline. You know, if the Angels are going to stick around in July, who's going to be a guy, not necessarily the best guy, but who's going to be the right guy for this team chemistry. So that's a good point to bring up. Absolutely. I think you, I don't know, I'm sure you both read the Atani article yesterday talking about how he's goofing around all the time. That just made me smile so much. Just some of the little stories, like his relationship with Sandoval and uh, things that happen in that clubhouse. They can't, that can't help but make you feel like this team's going to go a long way because they clearly enjoy each other's company. Yeah, absolutely. And Tyler Wade, hot guy, I think is what he's, what he's coming <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Last question before we let you go here, Nick. And again, thanks for, thanks for jumping on with us. Um, you met a lot of amazing, amazing people. We already talked about it, Erica Weston. Um, I saw you met Gooby, Patio. Um, I think I saw Taylor Ward. Uh, yeah. uh, Joe Madden, of course, you've interviewed Joe Madden on yep. your podcast. Guys, again, go listen to that podcast if you haven't already, especially Joe Madden one. That's an awesome, awesome podcast. But just Nick, their podcast in general is absolutely fantastic. Gives a different perspective of baseball. But um, first off, was there just one person in particular? Like it was, it was like wow. Like I just, I just met this person in 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 real life, and then um, it was besides you know the Reed Detmers and getting interviewed on Bally. Was there like a like a memorable moment? or another memorable moment of, uh, of this trip for sure. It's a good question. I mean, in terms of meeting people, it has to be Joe Madden. Like I can't, I can't actually put into words how incredible I think he is as a person in terms of what he does for baseball and what he does for the angels. And just in for, for me personally, in terms of like momentum and support and growth, he's the real reason we got, or the, the podcast got, and then I got the exposure I did because he ultimately was the one that wanted to come on the podcast in the first place. He's the one that had recognized what we were doing over here and told the Angels PR staff, you know, that this is cool. I love the fact that there's baseball over there and let's try and get in touch with them. Let's let's speak to them. And so it all starts from that moment. So getting the chance to chat to Joe. And to be honest, we didn't really talk about baseball. We, we touched on it a bit, but he, he was just interested in my life. He's asking me about what I did, you know everything about my life and then we were talking about golf and he's an avid golfer and he says it's the only thing that gets him to switch off uh, from the baseball grind so I have to say it was it was Madden but meeting the future MVP Taylor Ward as well that was pretty cool <laughs> oh, we're, <laughs> already just, we're, we're already getting the Mike Trout Taylor Ward comparisons that's that's the uh, Mike Trout comparison this year I'm okay with it as long as it's he's on the angels you know like that just yeah. helps yeah. Out. so yeah. did you have a exactly. did you have like a memorable moment like i said i even saw the detmers no hitter i know you got interviewed on valley sports you met so many cool people but like was there just one of those moments where it was like wow like this is happening <laughs> honestly the memorable moment is going to sound very soppy but it was the whole experience in terms of the support and the the willingness of people that wanted to come and see me i mean you, you should see my dms and you should have seen like i was getting stopped all over the stadium i was getting asking people to have pictures with me and you know just have a chat and thank me for coming and everything and that that's overwhelming because ultimately i'm just a guy like anyone else that likes baseball loves the angels and happens to be over to see my team have a historic week but i think it was just the fact that everybody just was so supportive of me and like just it makes you want to come back and it makes you so proud to be part of a team that has that sort of family atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's awesome to hear. Like I said, I know that everything was blowing up and I know again, thanks for taking the time and talking with us. I know 
international superstar nick right now <laughs> really are international superstar man that's i that's so cool what everything that happened to you i'm beyond happy again for that and i, I hope i really actually hope that the angels um head out to london i, I really do i that's, want to see him go play out i was there. just gonna ask him it's gotta be the mlb mlb has the plan of 2022 next year they're gonna go back to london yeah. if the angels are there who do you want to see the angels play nick Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, freeway series would be fun. Oh, that that's a good one. That would be that would be a really fun series a lost, for the a fans of London stars. to get to see. Yeah, a lot of stars for the MLB to market as well. Yeah, um, yeah, that's Kershaw, Trout, Otani. That would be a fun series for uh, London to be able to see. I mean, kind of like the Red Sox Yankees uh, last year. So, yeah, that's a good one. I think the they're with you though as well, Jared. The Angels. The staff, anyway, they're desperate to come out. They're desperate for a trip out uh, when I was speaking to them. So, fingers crossed. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I really hope they do because I think, again, there's too many marketable stars on, in this. Mm. Uh, and, again, congratulations on everything, man. This is so cool yeah. what, what you've been able to accomplish with the LA Angels UK in general and, and what you did coming out to uh, Anaheim. Just absolutely fantastic. And again, man, thanks for joining us here. I know, you know, it's a big time difference, but just taking the time and talking with us for a few minutes. I really do appreciate it, man. And again, tell everybody where that you can, uh, they can listen to your podcast and of course, follow you on Twitter if they don't already. Yeah. So it's halfway around the halo. Go and listen. I think I put an episode up yesterday. So go and have a listen to that. And you can catch me on Twitter la angels uk and see my inane ramblings and tweets during the night when i am sleep deprived and watching us watching us blow a 3-1 lead in the ninth to the athletics always fun oh man oh man let's not let's not talk about that let's not talk about that one and again thanks for thanks for jumping on and talking with us here at talking halos of course you can follow us on any social media and wherever podcasts go out you can also watch us on youtube now don't go don't be afraid to go and subscribe wherever you are listening. Of course, you can follow myself on Twitter at Jared Tim's Nate at NateGreen34. And guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.